Welcome, everybody. Today, again, we have my brother and me podcast, man. Uh, and today I got a special guest with me, my man, Brandon Marshall. Uh, Mr. Super Bowl winner, Mr. Nevada alum, uh, here to talk with us about some good football, man. Um, you know, I want to start off today, man. And as you guys know, with this podcast, man, we love talking about social justice first before anything. Um, so I would like to ask you, you know, Brandon, um, you know, before, you know, we start off really the podcast is, you know, the social justice that's going on in regards to, you know, the NBA, we see, man, they're using their whole platform, whether that is, you know, jerseys, whether that is, um, you know, in regards to just doing a lot of different things, what can the NFL do, you know, to kind of maybe replicate that? Um, I mean, you know, the NFL, they're actually kind of doing something similar uh, with the names. They're putting uh, names on the back of the helmets. It's kind of small, though. It's a little small. And the idea of the NBA putting it on the back of their jerseys, right, the messages or the names, is for, so everybody can see it. Nobody can see the little sticker on the back of the helmet that says Breonna Taylor or that says um, equality. Nobody sees that. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, I think it could be, you know, more magnified. If they want to put on the back of the jersey, that's cool. If they want to, you know, have a patch for social justice, that's cool, man. I think um, we could have games dedicated or um, it, maybe each game, right? They could dedicate a certain amount of money or allocate a certain amount of money to, um, you know, a certain cause, right? You know, police reform or, you know, whatever. Like we could allocate for this game, we're, going, we're trying to raise X amount of dollars and we're going to uh, allocate it to this specific cause. I think that'll be dope. It'll get people involved, not just in watching the game, but okay, well, let me, you know, the average American, let me donate, you know, five, 10 bucks. Let me donate a hundred bucks. Let me, and if everybody does that, because the millions of viewers, you know, it'll be, you know, a lot of money that's distributed. I think, I you know, put that on the spot, actually. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> I think as well, you know, you also have, if you are doing something like that, you think about what you do for breast cancer week, yeah. you know, or month that they do, um, yeah. or as well, you know, looking back at the military, uh, we, you know, what else can we do? You know, you could be able to do a social justice week or, you know, how just like, just like when you do players week, you know, your players week is the same thing. You could be able to design something in regards to just uh, being able to kind of do that situation where people can be able to see this is not just for, I guess, for the public. You know, we're, we're trying to do something and really make change. That's the thing. You know, I think the NBA is really trying to make change. NFL is just doing it just to put a Band-Aid on a situation like, hey, you know, we're doing it just so you guys can be able to hush and not really, you know, say that we're not doing anything, but we're doing enough. I mean, as we know, there's billions of owners that are making billions, but what have they done, you know, or come out and said, you know, what they're, what, what they're doing. Don't get, me don't get me wrong. You know, you have a few that are out there, you know, Robert Kraft, you know, that have done, you know, his thing, you know, in regards to with Meek Mill. Um, but I feel like there's other owners that could be able to step up like York. Uh, he's done a lot, you know, as well, um, you know, just in general, but I think there could be more in which can be done um, as well. And, and um, you know, I, I think it really should start off at the very basic level with the owner speaking about it, speak on it. You know what I'm saying? It's really a lot of, you know, I mean, I know you hear uh, uh, Roger Goodell, you know, he, he, he speaks on it. So, I mean, it's just, it, it touches a different demographic when the rich white men speak on it versus the LeBron James. And, and he's one of the most powerful people in the world. Right. But they still look at him, unfortunately, as just 
an athlete, right? A billionaire athlete, that's it. But when these owners, these white owners speak on it, maybe it'll, um, instead of fall upon deaf ears with the white community, they'll hear it and they'll maybe be open to it, which I think kind of has started to happen, but I think they still need to speak on it more. And that's just at the very basic level. I think, again, when you have powerful owners that have a lot of sway in this situation, i.e. Jerry Jones, Jerry Jones has the most sway in that situation. He ain't gonna say nothing about it. Come on now, man. And that, that's the thing. But you bring it in, like, this is just me again. I'm gonna speak for myself. You're an athlete, you know, you still, you trying to get back in the league. So I'm gonna speak, you know, just from the aspect of looking at it from the, um, you know, from the outside in. How do you bring in Alden Smith and you can't talk about Black Lives Matter? Right. That, that, that's what I don't understand. How can you, you bring in Alden Smith, but you're not supporting, you're bringing in other quarterbacks, but you don't bring in a cap, but you're giving everybody else another chance. Right. That's the part that I, I, I'm still trying to figure out in my head of, all you got to do is be able to stand on your, your, your two feet and say, hey, you know, I support this. And a lot of owners will end up backing you because they all, that's all they want to know is one owner is going to take a step in this situation. So, yeah. but. Yeah. And, and, and every owner, you know, it's, first of all, I don't believe they all care, right? Um, you know, first and foremost, but, you know, it's going back to the Kaepernick thing, you know, Cap never had a drug problem, right? Cap never got arrested. Um, you give somebody a chance that. No domestic violence. No domestic violence. You give somebody a chance that had all those things, but because Cap believes in a certain thing. And, but Cap is too, he, he has too much power right now, bro. He has too much influence for them. He has to, his, his influence is, is, is too great for them to put on that, to put on any team. And that's why I don't see it happening because they know his, where his, his, his level of influence is and, and the type of power that Cap has. And the NFL doesn't want that. They, they don't want somebody who's, who has more influence than, you know, or who's greater than the team. You know what I'm saying? Who, who, whose face outweighs the shield. You know? So, I mean, that's, that's the type of stuff they be on. I mean, as you know, as you know, you know, everybody that we've had conversations with, you know, how our support with Cap, um, you know, for me personally, I just think with the opportunity, I think it could it could do so much for the NFL. You know, again, Roger Goodell wanted to say, well, maybe we should have listened to him earlier. But it's like, bro, like you, you don't even listen to him now. Cool. Cool. Hey, you know what? Hey, hey, you know what? That's cool. That's honest. But you know what? To make up for that, you can sign him right now. If you truly believe that. Come on, man. And you have the influence of that where you can be able to let teams, you know, in that situation do that, you know, such as, you know, there are plenty of teams that need quarterbacks right now, man. Like if we go down the list, there are plenty of teams that need a, a quarterback to be able to help with that situation. And like he even said, I don't mind even being a backup. Like, bro, he just wants an opportunity. Yeah. So come on now, man. But let's, let's, let's transition. You know, my, my first question to you is, you know, with these, uh, weeks that it just came up, man. Who is your surprise team that has kind of surprised you, you know, out of the gate and you like, yo, I didn't expect this at all? Hey, I'm not gonna lie, man. The team that surprised that has surprised me the most is uh, the Rams. I'm gonna be honest with you, man. They, uh, you know, just from seeing there was a Super Bowl a couple years ago, right? They were ultra talented, and for them to get rid of most of those guys, right? And then, um, you know, start off almost with. Damn, the new roster, they kind of got rid of their old line. Uh, Roger, Roger Saffold went to the Titans. Um, you know, it's different guys that, different pieces that left. 
Todd Gurley. Um, yeah, Todd Gurley, man. And these dudes are still competitive. They look good. That, they almost came back. And they should have won that game against the Bills, first of all. They should have won that game. I don't believe in that. That pass interference situation, both the receivers and you the don't call that. You don't, you don't, you don't call that. Again, me being a fan know. of the Niners, hey, you don't, you, you still don't even call that 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 play. Was I happy? Yes, I still was happy with they lost. But you know, hey, I'm just throwing my opinion out there. But I mean, I got you. I think you know the Rams, especially with Sean McVay, man. He had a a, a terrible year last year, but ended up bouncing back. Uh, you know, this year, and you know their offense is looking like it was two years ago. You know, when they made the Super Bowl. Good, you know they're they're everybody is is moving. Everybody is moving. There's really no, I mean, in your your opinion, is there a star on that on that offense yet that has stood out? Um, I mean, I, I think the stars are are uh, Roger, uh, my bad, uh, Robert Woods and Cooper Cup. Man, those guys are. <laughs> you know, I got Cooper in my fantasy. You know, what? and I blew it last week. I played, I played. Uh, Julian Edelman instead of Cooper Cup because the Bills defense is good, right? Supposedly. And the Raiders pass defense isn't very good. So I figured, okay, Cam was going, and Cam lit it up for 397 the week before. Cam is going to throw the rock to Julian Edelman. I lost because of that. Man, I was, uh, I was pretty upset. But uh, <laughs> those, I think those two guys are the star of that offense. Um, but, but really the star is Sean, Sean McVay. You know, he puts Jared Goff in tremendous positions. Um, they do play action more than anybody. These jet sweeps and motions, man. Mm-hmm. Like he, puts, he makes it easy. The reads easy on Jared Goff, man. And, and um, you know, Sean McVay is a real MVP. I mean, honestly, I'm gonna tell you. I think, I think Jared Goff is an average quarterback. I'm not yeah. gonna say above average. No, he's an average quarterback. Yeah. I don't even honestly. I didn't even think he should have been taken at the pick that he got taken at because yeah. of his level. I just if you look back at his college numbers. His numbers even show you how how I'm not gonna say he's not I'm gonna say he's terrible because at the end of the day you can't be terrible because you made the NFL at yeah. the end of the day point blank and you get the the contract that you got you still can't be terrible but I'm gonna say you're an average quarterback because the reads that you're making is just easy like th- these are just basic reads that you're doing and it's not anything complex like if you were in New England system or you know anybody else that has a complicated system where would you be? I was. I, I will say this though, he at least he's making the reads. I'm giving him up above average. Okay. Because, okay. Because <laughs> although, although you know, Sean McVay is actually, uh, um, he knows Golf's strengths and weaknesses, and he's making it. He's tailoring the offense around it. You know, uh, at least Golf is making the throws and making the reads in you know that particular offense. Now, if he was with the Vikings, would he make the same reads? Would he? If he was with the Colts, if he, you know. Um, would his completion percentage be the same? Who, who knows? You know what I mean? But all, I, all we know is what he's doing with the Rams. <laughs> and, that's uh, it. Yeah, that's the we don't. Yeah, we won't know, and I don't think they'll ever get you know get rid of him unless something you know dramatically happens. But Lamar Jackson, man, look, the Ravens tailored that offense around Lamar. Oh yeah, because they, they went from being a being a, a pocket, you know, with, with with Joe with Joe, and then all of a sudden their offense switching around. I mean, you could say the same thing with uh, with Watson. That yeah. whole offense was was changed. You know, as soon as he came. Same with, with Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is in a different situation because the way that offense was ran when Alex was there, there weren't that many deep balls because Alex wasn't throwing any type of deep balls. He was more of that West Coast, I'm a dump and pass, dump and pass. And we're going to just make up on that. But outside of that, you know, with Patrick Mahomes, he's throwing it deep. Tyreek Hill, you know, Sammy, he's trying to get those involved with a 15-plus. You know what I'm saying? So 
I'm, I'm with you on that. Um, my team, I would say, that has been a surprise has been the New England Patriots. The New England Patriots, man, hands down. Uh, I did not expect Cam to come out the way he did and play the way he did, but that defense is just by far has showed you how lights out they've been. Um, you know, with the corners back there, as well as, you know, I think with the linebacker help, like they have been playing lights out. Um, but even forget, even week one, uh, when they lost, when they lost to the Seahawks, I didn't, I, I they should have won that game. I yeah. think just ah, with, man. Yeah. I think you can't run. Okay. So for me, I was telling my boys, I said, that last play, you cannot go from playing, you know, a, a, a three receiver set or a four receiver set and all of a sudden going to a bunch set and running the same exact play that you just ran not too long ago where you have one person back there and you motion them out and we're running to that same side. They're waiting for this at the one-yard line. That They know where you're going. I, I, absolutely. I would say, though, that's, that, was their, that was their play of the week, I guess. And that might be their play of the season with Cam, but they were trusting Cam to make that read, right? He Cam, read it right, though. He read it right, it, though. If he would have bounced it, it was he would have scored. So, okay, from the angle that I've seen, could, I might not have seen all the angle, but from the angle that I've seen, the, the lineman blocked the, 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 the defensive lineman. He had him, but right. he let him go. Yeah. And so with him letting him go, the defensive lineman came, swiped him right underneath his, his legs, and then somebody came up top and hit him. What did yeah. you see that I possibly um, didn't see? Well, Cam, I mean, it's, it's a design run to go inside. Yes. You know, so Cam's not necessarily looking for the bounce. He's looking to get north or south. Um, the Seahawks got good penetration, man, in, in, that, in, that, in that CD gap area, man. They got good penetration. And so Cam's thinking that, okay, cool. I'm going to go ahead and take it to this, the C gap area. And then I'm not sure who hit him. I'm not sure who made the tackle. But it's, it's almost like when I looked outside, they, they showed it from the, from the back angle. And, can't, and, wide, and outside was wide open. But out of all the times they practiced it, they probably said, take the ball and hit in this area. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hit it in this area, bro. Go north and south. You're on the one-yard line. So I get why he didn't bounce it. I get that. Um, but in this I, case, he should have, yeah. I did like the play where they had before where – they got into that set, and he faked red. He, he faked the run and, and threw the pass. But they already did that, so <laughs> what they you know. Man, you had. I, I just think in that same set. I think previous. I don't know if it was that same series or that same drive. They ran that same play. You know, they had a a, a, a running back come out, go to the the left side. They ran to that same side. Didn't really do too much. And then you ran it on the goal line. The same play, and I'm like. Like, I feel like you could have done something else. You know, your passing was working. I mean, Edelman ended up getting you all the way down there. Like, your passing game was working. Why are you coming out? You know, I just feel like you could have came out with a three-receiver set and made it at least where you could have possibly audibled and went out from there. But, again, I ain't an NFL player. I'm just telling you what I've seen and what possibly could have worked, but who knows, especially yeah. with, 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 with Edelman's, you know, route running, especially with those small routes. I mean, he usually finds a way to get open. Yeah, who knows? And, and they don't look at Cam as like the, the, you know, he's not the type to get the ball out extremely quick like a Brady, get in and throw it. They was like, look, let's, that, let's use his legs. <laughs> let's use his legs. You know? Hey, we're going to use your legs. We're going to use your legs. And then he got fl- – way he got hit, boy, he got – whoo. Yeah, I was like, oh, that was a bad call. But, I mean, again, man, I, I think for surprising for him to, you know, show up the next week, they ended up winning. Uh, you know, going next, last week, ended up beating, beating the Raiders. 
Yeah. Like, come on, man. Like, and it, it, you know, shout out to, you know, Cam and, you know, hopefully he gets a speedy recovery, you know, with him being tested positive for COVID. Uh, I would have loved to see him against the Chiefs this week, you know, and just to see how it would have went, man. Yeah, again, I'm not saying that they would have won, but I just would have loved to see the, the, the competitiveness, you know, with Cam and, and Patrick, you know, being able to go against each other, man. Right. Now, let me ask you the last question, man. Who's your disappointment and why? The Houston Texans. They are <laughs> – Look, it's, it's it's several reasons why they're my disappointment. <laughs> Please break break it down. Break it down for us. Break it down. Their run defense is atrocious. You know, the first three weeks, uh, the Chiefs running back, right? I'm not even sure how to pronounce his name. He went for 125, right? The next week, Mark Ingram, Lamar Jackson went crazy on the boys on the run. Last week, James Conner had 100 yards. Their run defense is terrible right now. It's terrible, right? It's terrible, man. That, their defense is not playing well. And their offense, they don't have that true number one option, man. They don't have that spark, you know, that they don't have that go-to guy for because you traded away, traded him away. Traded him away for David Johnson. For David Johnson. You traded him away to the Arizona Cardinals. And the Arizona Cardinals instantly got better. Instantly. Instantly. And now offense. Now, now, look, no shade to them guys, Kenny Stills and um, you know. Will Fuller and Brandon Cooks and all them, but you know Deshaun. I mean, well, I'm sorry, um, DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins, thank you. DeAndre <laughs> Hopkins is a top three receiver. Actually, he's a top two receiver in this league, in my opinion. He's top two. He's top two. Who's your one? Huh? Who's your one? He might be my one. <laughs> <laughs> he might. I'm just saying he's top two. You know what I'm saying? Just in case, I got you. Got you. Got you. <laughs> one, bro. But you know, you trade him away. And, and you wonder why your offense is looking stagnant. You know what I'm saying? And, you, and now your defense is on the field too much, right? And now they're getting ran on. And now, they, you know, they, they, they're getting passed on. And, and it's just looking – you're 0-3 right now, right? And in the NFL, you're 0-3 is, is panic time, okay? Man. Panic time. So they got to get it together. Man, you know, actually, you know, going – I'm with you. I, I think we all knew this was going to happen based yeah. upon you trading away, you know, your, your best asset. Um, but I think honestly, for me, my biggest disappointment, and I'm gonna go in the same division, um, is gonna be the uh, Atlanta Falcons as well as the New Orleans Saints. Mm-hmm. Um, the New Orleans Saints, man, you had a, a position last year where you could have kept Teddy Bridge, and you could have kept him in that offense, and the offense could have been surrounded of, of by him. You kept Hill. Yeah. I don't understand why, but you know, again, I'm not, I'm not saying he's a, a bad you know player, but I don't think he would be your your franchise quarterback, you know, uh, going from there. But I think this year has showed Drew Brees' age. Yeah. When they have had to play from behind, Drew Brees cannot be able to throw the ball how he was before, and especially with you not having Michael Thomas, yeah. it's even harder for you, you know. And now you're looking at at this time, you're looking at your your age, and that's what sucks because it's like. I'm always cheering for, you know, the Saints just to be able to, you know, have a have a good year and you hope that they can be able to, you know, return the 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 playoffs and do their thing. But the way it's looking, you come in at one and three, it I mean, that's hard, man. That, that's hard to bounce back from. Yeah, they um uh he's definitely not looking as as uh his arm isn't looking as explosive at all. Um He's dinking and dunking. Alvin Kamara's getting all the touches, uh, running and passing. Every single minute. <laughs> He's getting all the cat, all the balls, man. And uh, Drew Brees, doesn't, he looks out of sync right now. He, he looks out of sync right now. So uh, I'm not willing to say he's, he's 
fell off just yet. We'll see how the, you know how it goes, but it looks <laughs> looking like he fell off a little bit. And so, like so let me let me ask you: Do you think he's out of sync because he's missing his number one go to, or do you think he's out of sync because maybe the game is sped up just a little bit, you know, for him and he's not, a, you uh, know, comfortable at this moment? I don't see I don't see any any real chemistry with him and and Emmanuel Sanders, you know. They brought in Emmanuel Sanders, to, Emmanuel Sanders to be the number two to Michael Thomas, man. And they have no chemistry right now. They have no, zero. So without Michael Thomas, you know, I'm not sure if they was if they need to they need to get together and throw the rock more clearly. You know, they need to get together, get on the same page. Because without Michael Thomas, man, who's this, who's the next option? I mean, again, Al it was I, yeah, that's it. Alcamara <laughs> is the is the is the Reggie Bush right now of what Reggie Bush was doing at USC. Uh, you everything. They have no chemistry. Bro, I'm not seeing it. I mean, Emmanuel, I think I think I think Emmanuel had what in the. I think he didn't get a ball thrown to him, or he didn't catch a ball until the fourth quarter, in their two minute drive last week. Like, come on, man! Like that. That I. I mean, again, I, I truly wish he would have. He should have stayed with the Niners, but I understand why he did. You know, you thought you was going to, you know, New Orleans, and you're gonna get more balls thrown your way. You're gonna be the number two option. Da da da. Hands down, why not? Do I wish you would have stayed with the Niners? Yeah, because we, we definitely would have had more of receivers than we do now, but, you know, it is what it is. Lastly, before we wrap this up, Atlanta Falcons. Uh, Bro, like, how do you lose as if you were losing in the Super Bowl all over again? Terrible. The, <laughs> come on, man. The Cowboys come back? That's the, coaching. That's coaching. So, okay. You let the Bears come back. No, no, forget the Cowboys. The Cowboys – uh, they got a they 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 nice for Mike McCarthy and Dak. Let's just say they shouldn't have came back, but they did. But you let the Bears come back. <laughs> come on, man! You let Nick Foles throw three tubs and with win ease. Oh, with this ease. Is, this is coaching. This is coaching, man. So let me and they and they let the foot off the gas and they get beat, bro. This is coaching. So let me ask you then: Does Dan Quinn make it through the year uh, through the whole year? Oh yeah, he gonna make it through the year. I think he's gonna make it through the year, but that don't mean he's gonna um, he gonna survive after the year. But I think he's gonna make it. He's gonna make okay. it. I mean, I, I honestly, I think he's gonna make the playoffs or whatever. But he's gonna make it. But they gotta reevaluate. Like, look, look at how our team is is performing in the fourth quarters, man. Is it how we practice? Is it how they're coaching? It's not the players. We got good players. They got talent. You know what I'm on a, especially on the defensive ball, they have talent. They got some talent, bro. So, so what is it? Uh, it's how they being coached. It's maybe how how they being led. You gotta look at the leaders at some point. I understand that, man. I think I think a lot of people need to look at that, especially when it comes to teams. They're they're not looking at coaching as more of the players. You know, we'll get rid of the player before we get rid of the coach. Nah, so on this instance, that's why Doc Rivers <laughs> look. Doc Rivers gone. I know that's a whole different subject. Okay, but, but okay, so okay, we're here. We're here. So we're gonna bring it in. We're, we're gonna, you know what? You just brought me to my last question because we I just had a conversation with Mario about a couple hours ago. Is Doc Rivers? A great coach. Honestly. You know what? I thought he was. Um, when he was with the Celtics and he had the big three, I thought he was a great coach. Now, I'm, I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea, bro. To be honest, I don't even know. Because so, now he has the most three one comebacks against him in, in NBA. <laughs> I don't know if he's a great coach, bro. So, I'm going to go with my favorite line. <laughs> I think he is a above average coach. He is not great. And the reason why I say he's not great is because 
you look at what he had in Boston. You only won one ring with that with that crew? One yeah. ring? And they were in their prime at that time? They did have LeBron to deal with. But they but they should they should have if he was a great coach, he would have had one of You would have found you would have found a way. You was going against what, what Wally Zerbiak, uh Del- uh Delonte West. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like you come on. And they did lose to Kobe one 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 finals. But come on, man. They still had the big three was great. You know what I'm saying? But it's just you're, you're now we're talking about coaching. Which is your your coaching is supposed to get you over that hump. You won the first one. But what about the next one? Kobe ended up coming back that following year. And then after that, LeBron ended up kick, kicking you back out because with the Heat came back in. So then I, you switched with that. He ended up going to Lob City. Lob City, you had Chris Paul, Blake Griffin. You didn't even make it to the Western Conference Finals with that squad. And you had squad. We're not, we're not, yeah, yeah, we don't, we're not talking about Chris Paul, the old Chris Paul. We're talking about Chris Paul that just came from New Orleans, just got traded. And Chris Paul still lit as the old Chris Paul, by the way. So, Shout out to him. Look, vegan look, living. Vegan living. First of all, they traded that boy. They traded that man away to the to the Thunder like it was him. It's not. It's not. It wasn't Chris Paul, Houston. It was not Chris Paul. It might be a guy with a beard, but that's a different story. Again, we or, just. Or, or, or the <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's the style of play. It might be the guy with the beard. You feel me? Because Chris Paul took. Who would know? Who would have thought? You can't even name three players on that team. That's what I'm saying, bro. Them th- they was nice. <laughs> nice. Like, yo, I, I was hoping and praying that they beat uh, the Rockets. Man, you don't understand. Hey, I swear I did. I said, I was like, I hope they win, man. Because when he walk off that court, he's going to be like, I told you I shouldn't have traded me. So right. then you, okay, so you have Lob City. And then all of a sudden, then you get the two best-headed monster that you could ever imagine with. Paul George, Kawhi Leonard being the best two-way players. I don't know about I don't know about playoff P, man. Hey, okay. See, I didn't say playoff P. I mean, hey, <laughs> <laughs> regular season P was good. Now playoff P, that's a different story. That that's all. But look how many other players you had on that team that were all role players. Yeah. You had yeah. the more. You had the Morris twin. You had um. You had a whole bunch of just backup players that you could have used. And you tell me you couldn't get over that hump. Yeah. Yeah. Three to one to Denver. Yeah, and, and and he's a black man, so I love him, man. I, I want to I want to root for him, but great coach, I don't know, but he's he's definitely a good coach. That's why again, he's above average. He's a black man, so I'm always support, you know, and I always say, hey, he did, he did get a ring, but I just don't think overall he's that great coach of that Phil Jackson, that Pat Riley, you know what yeah. I'm saying? He he ain't there. He ain't there. Not 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 yet. Not yet. A great but, coach would finish them three ones off because you had great players. Come on now. Phil is not letting Kobe go out 3-1 in, in that many times. No. There's no possible way. Co- yeah, Shaq is dominating in, in the paint. You know, Magic Johnson with Pat. You know, the, the list goes on, man. But like I said, bro, man, I appreciate you coming on, man. Hopefully we make this a, a weekly occurrence. Uh, hopefully I have my boy back and we can be able to, you know, do this uh, do this all together and be able to have a little bit more topics. But uh, I'm glad you stopped by, man. Um, I definitely want to talk about your organization. The next one we will bring you on. But uh, – Definitely, man, as we wrap up, guys, I hope you guys subscribe. I hope you guys uh, being able to share this, man. And uh, we hope to get you guys back with some more content, man. And I'll talk to you guys soon. Record.